0: All you need is love. And we would like to add, no matter who it is. During the month of June, Unity stands with the LGBTQ community to say God is love. And that's open to all of us, regardless of race, gender, or sexual orientation. The Unity message is one of love and inclusion. And if you'd like to see the official Unity beliefs regarding the LGBTQ community, you can visit unity.org slash resources. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
2: All right, here we go. So I'm coming to you from Greece... And uh, I'm actually pre-recording our show today because I will be uh, deep in the thick of it uh, later today when the retreat is unfolding. And in case you aren't aware, I am in Greece on the island of Andros with my friends Gary Renard, Maria Felipe, Patricia Black... And uh, about 40 other people were having an intimate retreat at a beautiful hotel, just having an absolutely spectacular time, and it's the Living A Course in Miracles retreat. And you can watch on live stream the teaching sessions, if you so choose, and uh, I'll tell you about all that, but let's always begin, as we do, with a prayer. Ah. Yes, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I love to pray. (laughs) I'm a prayer person. So we place our hand on our heart, and we declare that we're wholeheartedly available for the love of God to live stream right through us, and as us. Our whole life we're dedicating to love, we're dedicating to peace, to harmony, to joy, to freedom, to the truth. We are choosing to live the unlimited, unprecedented life of God, and we're grateful, grateful, grateful for our yes. We're grateful, grateful, grateful for the opportunity to join together in spirit. In this holy moment, with this holy breath of love and gratitude, we dedicate ourselves to sharing the power and the presence of love with everyone because we're one with them. We're sharing our insight, clarity, wisdom, healing, all good of God. Yes. Extending throughout all directions of time and space, the love that we are. In grace and gratitude, we dedicate our listening time, our sharing time to our expansion and our clarity. And this is what we share with all. In gratitude, we let it be. In gratitude, we know it's done. In gratitude, we say, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Oh, yeah. So grateful to share. Mm. As you can hear in my voice, <laughs> the uh, there's something in the air that's uh, giving me kind of an allergic reaction. Gary's experiencing it too. We were blowing our noses last night, but we're still so happy to be here and be together in Greece. (coughs) Uh, Yeah, I'd like to share with you first before we get into our Uh, Session today that you can join us on live stream from Greece. So, the teaching sessions were streaming live, and we also have a video archive. So, you can uh, purchase access to the live stream and the video archive. Uh, at acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com, or jenniferhadley.com, or livingacourse And speaking of living a course of miracles, because this is the Living A Course of Miracles Greek retreat, we had two awesome classes last week with Lisa Natoli. Well, one with her and one with me, and I have to say they were very good. Miracles in Your Finances, the Living a Course in Miracles classes. And two free classes again this week, uh, one with Amy Torres and myself, and then my homework class. And our topic this week is Intuition. Yes, Miracles in Your Intuition, Insight, Clarity. And this is a favorite topic of mine, and it's a very popular topic. So again, two free classes. All you have to do is register at livingacourseinmiracles.com, and then you get those free classes. So our... uh, topic for the radio show this week is Lesson 183. I call upon God's name and on my own. And uh, I love how Spirit guides me to these things. Uh, you may have become familiar with a phrase that I personally love. Uh, at the beginning of prayers, in the name of God, I am that I am. It's one that I frequently use. In the name of God, I am that I am. So I call upon God's name and on my own. Let's see what that means here. And by the way, this lesson shows up right at the midpoint of the workbook. So I think it's significant. God's name is holy, but no holier than yours. To call upon his name is but to call upon your own. So right there, yet another reminder, we are not separate from God, we are one with God. God's name is just as holy as ours, and God's name is our name, because we are one with God. And it explains it so beautifully here. A father gives his son his name, and thus identifies the son with him. His brothers share his name, and thus are they united in a bond to which they turn for their identity. Your father's name reminds you who you are, even within a world that does not know, even though you have not remembered it. So, our father's name is the same name as our own. Our brother's name is the same name as our own. In the name of God, beloved, I am that I am, is a wonderful way to begin any prayer. So remembering that the name of God is I am that I am. I am is the name of God. Yes. And it is the name of our brothers and sisters. It is our name. In the name of the beloved, I am That I am. Yes. In the name of God. The beloved. I am. That I am. These are all wonderful phrases that I use so often in my prayers. Constantly reminding myself that I am not separate from God. I am. That I am. That I am. If you've not been using I am statements, I am phrases, uh, and you don't work with that, you could say, terminology, I encourage you to try it. Because one of the things that we do and one of the ways that we call our experiences into being is through I am statements. And it's often through miscreation or misuse of I am statements. So declaring, I am not good enough, I am bad, I am wrong. Instead of, I am the love of God. I am the wisdom of God. I am the peace of God. I am the son of God. So we're learning how to use language effectively. Instead of tearing ourselves apart with it. So it takes real uh, willingness to pay attention to the language that we use. And I do invite you to really pay attention to every I am statement that you make. In my classes, we work with I am willingness statements. I am willing to have a healing I am willing to be loving. I am willing to be patient. I am willing to be kind. I am willing to be, willing to be willing. I am willing to be, willing to be open-minded. I am willing to be, willing to forgive. I am willing to have a healing in my family. I am willing to open my heart. I am willing to experience abundance. I am willing to be dedicated to compassion so god's name and our own are the same right just like the son takes the father's name and all the sons all the children have their father's name in tradition you have to remember this is the ancient traditions we can always find fault with anything if we're interested, right? We can tear it apart. We can say, well, that's not true in my family. Well, it's true in God's family. <laughs> so it says here in paragraph 2 of Lesson 183, God's name can be, cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Now, if we believed that, wouldn't we call God's name all day long? So, would you like to feel the response from God? Would you like to experience... That echo in the mind that calls you to remember throughout the day, throughout the day, throughout the day. In the name of God, beloved I am that I am. I call upon you to remind me who I am. How simple a prayer is that? In the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. I call upon you to remind me who I am. I call upon you to remind me of my true identity. Let us wake up and use time to dissolve time. Gary was talking about this uh, last night in one of our, our... teacher's panel session about using time wisely, undoing time. The course reminds us over and over again to use forgiveness to undo time so that we can be far more effective in moving out of the experience of feeling locked or abandoned in time and space instead we can wake up transcend time and space transmute the suffering so here is a really beautiful very simple tool i encourage you to write it down put it on a 3 by 5 card in the name of the beloved i am that i am i call upon you to remind me who i am to assist me in seeing my brothers and sisters and who they truly are, my beloved, I am that I am. Jesus tells us throughout the course that our way out of time, out of suffering is through forgiveness. And as I say in every episode of this radio show and everywhere I go, what is true forgiveness? It is the release of the judgment because it is the judgment that is how we use our free will to lock ourselves into a belief in time and space. It is through judgment it is through opinion that's how we move into unforgiveness and that's what perpetuates our suffering in our experience of time and space god's name cannot be heard without response nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember so i encourage you to do whatever you can to call upon the name of god And hear that echo all day long. It costs you nothing. This is the thing that so many spiritual students, including myself, I've heard them say, because I used to say this all the time. I used to say, A, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. If I had more time, I would deepen my spiritual practice. Oh, if I had more time, I would be such a dedicated student. It's just not true. It's You see, when we say, if I had more time, then I would be a more dedicated spiritual student, then we're making time real, which it's not, of course. And we're also saying that we are victims of time, which we're not we're not at all we can undo time we can shift time we can transcend time we can transmute time we have tremendous skills as regards time if we are but willing to practice to step up to the plate as we say in america the to step up to the response of Ability that we have in each and every moment to step into the unlimited, unprecedented. So here's what I'm suggesting to you. Remember to call the name of God all day long so you can hear that echo. There's, You can do that while you're driving, on the freeway you can do it while you're riding the subway or the bus you can do it while you're walking down the hallway at work you can do it while you're folding the laundry there is no task that you're doing that you can't in your mind call upon the name of God and align yourself with the divine So, this is what we're doing. We're moving into a life that is truly prayer without ceasing. Because every word that we say, that we believe, is a powerful word. It is a powerful word. It is how we bring things into manifestation in this world. Our thought combined with our belief is so powerful. Remember all thought produces form at some level so if you find yourself thinking thoughts of pain and degradation suffering thoughts of lack and attack interrupt that pattern the minute that you notice it and you will notice it because if you are partnered up if you start in the beginning of your day or whenever you remember to move into that partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self and say, this day I give to you. I am your student this day. Instead of being a student of the ego, today I'm going to be a student of the great law of life. I'm going to be a student of the Lord. I am going to walk with God. I call upon God's name and on my own. In the name of the Beloved, I am that I am. I declare, I am that I am, and I am willing to be led and guided, inspired and motivated by the Holy Spirit to choose love. Thank you, God. Amen. Very simple prayers that throughout the day, we will more clearly hear that voice of the Holy Spirit. It costs us nothing. All we have to do is remember. And we always remember what's important to us. So right now it's time for me to remember to go to a break. (laughs) And uh, you're listening to Jennifer Hadley. And uh, in the break time, I encourage you to go to acimretreat.com. See if you're interested in the live stream from the Living a Course of Miracles Greek Retreat this week. Or you can go to livingacourseofmiracles.com. And sign up for the classes this week with uh, Amy Torres and myself on intuition. So... We are living the love, we're walking the talk, A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. And I'll be right back.
1: Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from Grief to Grace
2: I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I'm so grateful to join with you today. Uh, we're looking at Lesson 183, Calling Upon God's Name and On Our Own, and I'm coming to you from the Greek island of Andros, where I'm leading a retreat here, the Living a Course of Miracles Greek Retreat with Gary Renard and Maria Felipe, Patricia Black, and about 40 other people. We are having a great time, and you can get the live stream and the archive of all the teachings uh, at acimretreat.com or livingacourseofmiracles.com. so we're talking about a simple practice here of calling upon God's name beginning our day dedicating ourselves to waking up because so many spiritual students say again and again and again that if they had more time they would have a deeper spiritual practice and this was me I can't Even begin to tell you how many times I said and thought, because I believed something that was totally false, I believed that my spiritual awakening was dependent upon time. So I just kept making time real and making time real and making time real. And one of the most common things that people talk about and transcend in my Masterful Living classes and my Finding Freedom classes is they begin to come out from time. They begin to realize that time is not happening to them, that they can use time very well. And this is one of the greatest gifts that we have. Uh, in fact, I there's a wonderful quote from Martin Luther King Jr. in the in the letter he wrote from the Birmingham jail. The letter he wrote on toilet paper. It's a beautiful letter, <clears throat> and you can look it up on the internet. And one of the things that he said in there is he said that. People think that things will be healed by time. Time has no healing power. It has no volition of its own. What has healing power, as Dr. King said, is men and women who become tireless co-workers with God. That's what is healing. Time is not healing. And what... Dr. King said so beautifully as he said, I've come to think that the people of this generation, uh, the good people, are not using time as effectively as the people who are interested in separation, segregation, and punishment, hurting others that they seem to use time more effectively than the people of goodwill. So let the people of goodwill use time more effectively. So for me, the most effective use of time is spiritual practice. It is forgiveness. So for me, it is these two main things that I practice all day long, calling upon the name of God so that I remember who I am. That I am. And also hearing that echo, then, right? God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. I'm interested in hearing that echo all throughout my day. So I call upon the name of God all throughout my day. And I've learned to begin each day by saying, To the higher Holy Spirit self. You guide me, you lead me. This is your day. I am only interested in the thoughts I think with God. So obviously there's no part of this practice that really takes much time or money. No money involved. You don't need a guru or a teacher. You don't even need a course of miracles. Your little willingness is the key to everything. Your little willingness is what's going to get it done. Your little willingness is all that you need to focus on. I love it. Now, I love this next sentence here, too, in Lesson 183. Say God's name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. All right, so in the Fear and Conflict section, chapter 2 of the text, Jesus says that he cannot take. Fear from us. Can't do it. Cannot do it. He says right there in paragraph 4, The correction of fear is your responsibility. When you ask for release from fear, you're implying that it's not. You should ask instead for help in the conditions that have brought the fear about. These conditions always entail a willingness to be separate. At that level, you can help it. You are much too tolerant of mind-wandering and are passively condoning your mind's miscreations. Remember earlier I was talking about the I Am statements, how powerful they are, and that we make these uh, I Am statements that miscreate. So... Then he says just a little bit further in paragraph 4 of the Fear and Conflict section in, in chapter 2. The correction is always the same. Before you choose to do anything, ask me if your choice is in accord with mind. If you are assured there is, there will be no fear. Fear is always a sign of strain, arising whenever what you want conflicts with what you do. So if you want the peace of God, but you're choosing thoughts of lack and attack, can you see how there's a conflict there? If you want to experience the abundance of God, yet you choose thoughts of lack and limitation, and you energize them with your words, can you not see that there is a conflict there? If I'm thinking, okay, I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this month financially, and you start thinking, I am broke, I am without resources, I'm destitute, I'm desperate, I'm stupid, I'm a loser, I'm uh, foolish. And then you start thinking of all the things that you did or that others did that you think contributed to your desperate financial state. And you're blaming those things then and that this is the most common thing in the world because I know I used to do it so what you're doing is you're taking that I am statement that is so powerful and you're fully energizing your belief you're affirming your belief in lack and limitation you're affirming your belief that you don't have you're affirming your belief that you're Bad, stupid, a loser, wrong, and that others are. So you're not only using the power of the I am statement to call into being more lack and more limitation, affirming the negative beliefs, you're also affirming your unforgiveness, the resentment, the regret, the guilt, the blame, the shame. And it basically is a big pot of stew that will absolutely give you heartburn and make you suffer. I know. I used to do it all the time. But instead of doing that, what do we do? We call upon God's name. In the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. In the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. I declare I am willing to know the truth that sets me free. In the name of beloved God, I am that I am. I am willing to release all that no longer serves my path of love, my life of love. I am willing to remember my true identity as the Son of God. And I am willing to know my brothers and sisters in their true identity as the Son of God, because all is one. I don't think I can say it enough God's name cannot be heard without response nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness yes doesn't that sound so much better than being afraid and worried? So what Jesus tells us in the fear and conflict section is that fear is of our making. That's why he can't take it from us. Fear is the natural result of having conflicted thoughts. I want the peace of God, but I'm not willing to think the thoughts that will be Bring the peace of God into my awareness. I want the peace of God. I want the prosperity of God. I want the love of God. I want the abundance of God. But I'm not willing to think the thoughts that align me with those spiritual qualities. Therein lies the conflict. And then if we start saying, I'm afraid because of the circumstances and situations and relationships and whatever is going on in the world, then we're going to feel lost in the world. Because we're going to start managing, manipulating, and coping with the situations in the world. This is what... Course of Miracles teachers are referring to when they say, don't make the world real. Don't make what we see, so we think, with the body's eyes. Don't make the circumstances, situations, relationships of the world real by saying they are the cause of your upset. Remember, I'm never upset for the reason I think. What I've learned to tell myself is I'm never upset for the reason I think. I'm always upset when I choose to judge. I'm never upset for the reason I think. I'm always upset when I choose to judge. Do I like being upset? Not anymore. I used to like being upset. I used to like being upset because it made me feel like I was alive. And literally, when I was totally identified with the ego, being upset felt like it was my power. It was how I could control, manage, and manipulate people and bend them to my will. Now I know how painful that is. Now I know I do not wish to do that. I wish instead to be like an earth angel. So in this last section it says, Say God's name, this is lesson 183, paragraph 2. Say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. So this This is what Jesus is telling us here is going to happen every time we call God's name. I I cannot imagine a better motivation for having a minute-by-minute spiritual practice. In the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. I am willing... To know the truth that sets me free. I am willing to lay all these weapons of mass distraction, negativity, blame, shame, regret, resentment, unforgiveness to the ground. I am willing to let them go. I am only interested in the thoughts I think with God. Let God thoughts fill my mind now. See, these are the kinds of things that I think while I'm walking down the street, while I'm driving in traffic, while I'm going to the bathroom. I'm just, hey, I'm just keeping it real here and telling you what I do. While I'm cooking the food, going up and down the stairs. I really am interested in only thinking the thoughts I think with God. Now I do think about other things, like okay, I need to go to the grocery store later. Uh, What time is it? But of course I do that. But just keep bringing yourself back to, in the name of God, beloved, I am that I am. I am willing to be holy, loving. I am willing to let the Holy Spirit lead and guide me through every moment. Would you remember to do that? If you knew that you would also receive as a benefit an echo in the mind that calls you to remember your true identity. Would you remember to do that throughout the day if you knew that as soon as you did, the angels would surround the ground you, on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness? Well, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. What I love about A Course in Miracles is Jesus tells us over and over and over again so many simple ways to give what I call the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting. So many simple ways. He tells us over and over again, you hardly have to do anything. Just a little bit of willingness. So if you're a spiritual student who's been reading a lot of books, taking a lot of classes, listening to a lot of stuff, but you still have not been inspired to have a deep spiritual practice, You may not understand what a deep spiritual practice is because this is what it is. And this is what all my classes are about. It's about joining together with me. Because to me, it's more fun to go with someone else. It's more fun to go with a group. I like that. I'm a networker. I'm someone who likes to pull people together. Which is exactly what we're doing on the Living a Course in Miracles Greek retreat this week. All right, it's time for me to go to a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
1: If I
0: were brave, I'd walk the razor's edge Where fools and dreamers dare to tread And never
2: lose
1: faith How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: To do what we secretly dream.
1: You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
2: Thanks for joining me again. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and as I have said earlier in the show, I'm coming to you from Greece the island of Andros, where I'm hosting the Living a Course in Miracles Greek Retreat. And you can watch us on live stream. And if you'd like to learn about that, go to acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com. By the way, I'm working on a retreat in Mexico in February. Mexico in February. So stay tuned for information about that. We're finishing up the negotiations now. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Escape the winter, come to Mexico in uh, February. Wouldn't that be nice? Have a week at a resort. I'm telling you, we are having such a good time here in Greece. Uh, We were Greek dancing last night, and of course the food is fantastic. Everybody is just enjoying the food so much, and the company. I love getting together with like-minded souls. It is such a powerful blessing. Oh my goodness. So we're ah, doing that deep work together, and you can join us on live stream at acimretreat.com. Now, Lesson 183, Paragraph 3 says, Repeat God's name, and all the world responds by laying down illusions every dream the world holds dear has suddenly gone by and where it seemed to stand you where it seemed to stand you find a star a miracle of grace the sick arise healed of their sickly thoughts the blind can see the deaf can hear The sorrowful cast off their mourning. And the tears of pain are dried as happy laughter comes to bless the world. This is the benefit that you get to share by doing this simple practice that I am talking about here today. It costs you nothing. It's very simple. You can train your mind to do it all day long. You see, a Course in Miracles is a mind training program. That's what the curriculum is all about. So, with uh, the ego, the ego is a mind training system too, and we have learned it very, very, very well. And as Jesus tells us in A Course of Miracles, we have learned it and overlearned it and relearned it again. And to the point where we think, We can't learn to remember our true identity and the true identity of our brothers and sisters. And he says, But you have already built the most amazing testimony to your learning ability. And it is the entire world that you see. So, and he's saying that The Holy Spirit that Jesus will lead you all the way through everything that is necessary for you to undo the world, if you're willing, if you partner up, as I like to call it. So, when we repeat the name of God... It says, the little names have lost their meaning. No temptation but becomes a nameless and unwanted thing before God's name. Repeat God's name and see how easily you will forget the names of all the gods you valued, all the false idols. They have lost the name of God you gave them. They became anonymous and valueless to you. Although before you let the name of God replace their little names, you stood before them, worshipfully naming them as gods. Repeat the name of God and call upon yourself, whose name is God's. Repeat God's name and all the tiny nameless things on earth. Slip into right perspective. Wow! It's not that simple. I mean, that complicated. It's not rocket science. It is so very simple. And then in paragraph 6, it says, practice but this today. Repeat God's name slowly, again, and still again. Become oblivious to every name but God's. Hear nothing else. Let all your thoughts become anchored on this. No other word we use except at the beginning when we say today's idea but once. And then God's name becomes our only thought, our only word, the only thing that occupies our mind, the only wish we have, the only sound, with any meaning and the only name of everything that we desire to see of everything that we would call our own. Thus do we give an invitation which can never be refused. It's so simple. You can even just say God, God, God. Now one thing I would like to share with you is that I used to have an absolute aversion to the name God. (laughs) I used to have such an aversion to the name of God, and here's why. I I know it's pretty common, so I think it's really worth sharing about. (sighs) I was not raised in a religion or uh, as a Christian, and my parents did not really... Talk about God or believe in God, although my grandparents did. And I, from the time I was quite young, I had this really intense upset about organized religion. And particularly, I somehow understood that the Christians had twisted the teachings of Jesus. And we're using them to hurt people. And I saw that amongst my Catholic friends growing up. And I saw in my friends who were Catholic that... Their parents who were supposedly strict Catholics, they didn't actually follow the teachings of Jesus. So they were not forgiving. They were blaming and shaming. And they were unkind and not compassionate. And um, I really developed an aversion towards it. And that was something that I had to work out. Of course, now I know... That really, the aversion that I had to all of that was some residue of a past life where I behaved that way. Probably of many past lives where I was a a, a nun, a monk, a priest, uh, whatever. And I was the one who was perpetrating evil in the name of Jesus. Because, uh, you know, obviously people have been tortured. Wars have been fought in the name of Jesus. So, uh, what I did was, I released all that. And how did I do that? By giving it to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting. I decided that I really wanted to take that name of God back in my heart. And so, while the world might associate the name God with an old man in the sky who's vindictive and punishing and unforgiving etc and judgmental i decided to change my mind about it in order to help heal that thought in the group mind because all is one so this is where i've learned to practice total responsibility is deeply and profoundly healing and i encourage you to look at, do you have an aversion to the word God? I know that A Course of Miracles calls God the Father. I think of God as Father-Mother God, Mother-Father God, Divine Mother, Divine Father, and not just the Father, and the Holy Spirit really as that Divine Feminine Presence. Uh, truly, and I, I I believe that Jesus came to restore that divine feminine in our awareness and to assist us, lead us, and guide us to having that relationship with the Holy Spirit and having balanced divine mother, divine Father, Mother, Father God, and so working with the Holy Spirit, working with the Father God. And so, we're, we're figuring it out, but the thing is, is, we don't have to figure it out. We allow our minds to remember the truth, and the truth will indeed set us free. Yes, so let us remember the name of God all day long as our healing spiritual practice. Oh, yes, and if you'd like help with that, obviously I offer a lot of classes and things at jenniferhadley.com. I also have a free forgiveness workshop on the home page at jenniferhadley.com. How to get over it, totally free at jenniferhadley.com, and I also. Uh, I'm doing the Living a Course of Miracles classes this week with Amy Torres. And our topic this week is Miracles and Intuition. Our whole series is on miracles and allowing the miracle. And, uh, of course, the Living a Course in Miracles live stream of the Greek Retreat at acimretreat.com. All right time for us to pray I invite you to place your hand on your heart with me and take this deep breath of love and gratitude as we say in the name of God beloved I am that I am I declare that I am willing to release all that is false I am willing to remember the truth that sets me free We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, and we give the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting. We allow the angels to surround us, to sing to us, and to spread out their wings to keep us safe and shelter us from every worldly thought that would intrude upon our holiness. In grace and gratitude, we joyfully let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'll be in Greece again next week for the whole month of September, so I look forward to more to come. Mwah! I love you. Have a great week.
1: Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central For more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way, A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles, every day, in every way We know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: The Beatles said it best, all you need is love, and we would like to add, no matter who it is. During the month of June, Unity stands with the LGBTQ community to say God is love. And that's open to all of us, regardless of race, gender, or sexual orientation. The Unity message is one of love and inclusion. And if you'd like to see the official Unity beliefs regarding the LGBTQ community, you can visit unity.org resources.